श्री साई सचरित्र चैप्टर 46 बाबा गया ट्रिप स्टोरी ऑफ गोट्स दिस चैप्टर डिस्क्राइब्स शामा ट्रिप टू काशी प्रयाग एंड गया एंड हाउ बाबा इन द फॉर्म ऑफ हिज पोर्ट्रेट वाज देयर अहेड ऑफ हिम इट इज आल्सो डिस्क्राइब्स बाबाज रेमिनिसेंस ऑफ द पास्ट बर्थ ऑफ टू गोट्स प्रीलिमिनरी blessed o sai are your feet blessed is your remembrance and blessed is your darshan which liberates us from the bonds of karma though your form is invisible to us now still if the devotees believe in you they get living experiences from you by an invisible and subtle thread you draw your devotees from far and near to your feet and embrace them like a kind and loving mother The devotees do not know where you are but you so skillfully pull the wires that they ultimately realize that you are behind them and help and support them The intelligent wise and learned folk fall into the pit of the sansar on account of their egoism but you save by your power the poor simple and devout persons inwardly and invisibly you play all the game but show that you are not concerned with it while you do things but pose yourself as a non doer nobody ever knows your life the best course therefore for us is to surrender our body speech and mind to your feet and always chant your name to destroy our sins you fulfill the wishes of the devotees and to those who are without any desire you give bliss supreme The chanting of your sweet name is the easiest sadhana for devotees. By this sadhana, our sins, rajas and tamas qualities will vanish. The sattva qualities and righteousness will gain predominance, and along with this, discrimination, dispassion, and knowledge will follow. Then we shall abide in ourselves and our guru, who are one and the same. This is what is called complete surrender to the guru. and the only sure sign of this is that our mind gets calm and peaceful the greatness of this surrender devotion and knowledge is unique for peace non attachment fame and salvation etc come in its wake if baba accepts a devotee he follows him and stands by him day and night at his home or abroad let the devotee go anywhere he likes baba is there ahead of him in some form in an inconvincible manner the following story illustrates this gaya trip some time after kaka sahib dikshit was introduced to sai baba he decided to perform the thread that is the upanayan ceremony of his eldest son babu at nagpur At about the same time, Nana Sahib Sandolkar decided to perform the marriage ceremony of his eldest son at Gwalior. Both Dikshit and Sandolkar came to Shirdi and lovingly invited Baba for these functions. Baba asked them to take Shama as his representative. When he was pressed to come in person, Baba told them to take Shama with them and said, "After doing Banaras and Prayag, we would be ahead of Shama." Now mark these words. for they show baba's all pervasiveness 
After taking the permission of Baba, Shama decided to go to Nagpur and Gwalior for these functions and ceremonies, and then to Kashi and Prayag and Gaya. Appa Kote made up his mind to accompany him. They both went first to Nagpur for the thread ceremony. Kaka Sahib Dikshit gave Shama rupees two hundred for his expenses. Then they went to Gwalior for the marriage ceremony. There, Nana Sahib Sandulkar gave Shama rupees hundred, and his vyahi, that's relative, Mr. Jathar, gave him rupees hundred. Then Shama went to Kashi and then to Ayodhya. He was well received in Jathar's beautiful temple of Lakshmi Narayan at Kashi, Varanasi or Banaras. and in the ram mandir at ayodhya by jathar's manager they that shama and kote stayed for 21 days in ayodhya and 2 months in kashi that's banaras then they left for gaya in the train they felt little uneasy on hearing that the plague was prevailing in gaya at night they alighted at gaya station and stayed at the dharamshala in the morning the gaya wala that is a priest who arranges for the lodging and boarding of the pilgrims came there and said The pilgrims have already started. You better make haste. Shama casually asked him whether there was plague in Gaya. No, said the Gaya wala. Please come without any fear or anxiety and see yourself. Then they went with him and stayed in his house, which was a big and spacious wada. Shama was pleased with this accommodation provided by him. But what pleased him most was a beautiful big portrait of baba fixed in the central and the front portion of the building on seeing this portrait shama was overwhelmed with emotion he remembered baba's words that is after doing kashi and prayag we would be ahead of shama and burst into tears his hair stood on end his throat was choked and he began to sob the gayavara thought that shama was afraid of plague prevailing there and therefore was crying But Shama inquired from him how he got Baba's portrait there. The Gayawala replied that he had 200 or 300 agents working at Manmad and Putambe for looking after the convenience of the pilgrims to Gaya, and from them he heard about Baba's fame. Then, about 12 years ago, he went to Shirdi and took Baba's darshan. There, he was attracted by Baba's portrait hung in Shama's house, and with Baba's permission, Shama gave it to him. This was the same portrait. Shama then remembered this incident. The Gayawara's joy knew no bounds when he learned that the same Shama who obliged him before was his guest now. Then they both exchanged love and service and were most delighted and happy. The Gayawara gave Shama a royal welcome. He was a very rich man. He sat in a palanquin and made Shama ride an elephant and attended to all his comforts and conveniences. The moral of this story is that Baba's words came out true to the letter and unbounded was his love towards the devotees but leave this aside he also loved all creatures equally for he felt that he was one with them the following story will illustrate this two goats Baba was once returning from Lendi when he saw a flock of goats two of them attracted his attention he went to them caressed and fondled them and brought them for rupees 32 the devotees were surprised at this contact of baba they thought that baba was duped in this bargain as the goats would fetch rupees 2 each or at the most rupees 3 or 4 each that is rupees 8 for both they began to take baba to task 
For this, Baba kept calm and cool. Shama and Tatya Kote part. Shama and Tatya Kote asked Baba for an explanation. Baba said he did not care to store money as he had no home or family to look after. He asked them to purchase at his cost four sears of dal, that is lentil, and feed the goats. After this was done, Baba returned the goats to the owner of the flock and gave out the following reminiscence and the story of the goats. O Shama and Tatya, you think that I have been deceived in this bargain? No. Listen to their story. In their former birth, they were human beings. They had the good fortune to be with me and sit by my side. They were Yuthrin brothers, loving each other initially, but later on they became enemies. The elder brother was an idle fellow, while the younger one was an active chap and earned a lot of money. The former became greedy and jealous and wanted to kill his younger brother and take away his money. They forgot their fraternal relations and began to quarrel with each other. The elder brother resorted to many devices to kill his younger brother, but all his attempts failed. Thus, they became deadly enemies and finally, on one occasion, the elder gave a deadly blow with a big stick on the latter's head, while the latter struck the former with an axe, with the result that both fell dead on the spot. As the result of their actions, they were both born as goats. As they passed by me, I at once recognized them. I remembered their past history. By taking pity on them, I wanted to feed them and give them rest and comfort. And for this reason, I spent all the money. For which you blame me, as you did not like my bargain. I sent them back to their shepherd. Such was Sai's love for the goats. Bow to Shisai, peace to all, Om Sai.